thing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my wife. She loves that reprise cast, the podcast where we're just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. Hello. Hello. Um, what's up, everybody? Hello. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. What's up, uh, Luke? What'd you do this week? I don't have any fun bits. What I do this week? Um, I got to like right at the end of Twilight Princess, and then I was like, ah, I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. I got to the part where you gotta right. collect all those fucking owl statues to unlock the last dungeon. I was like, nah, it's fine, actually. Yeah, they were like in Wind Waker. for a while, huh? Yeah, and it's not as fun. And like you can, In Wind Waker, you can at least start it early. Like, you can be doing that shit from the beginning. Twilight Princess is like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not smart enough to do it early, so. I mean, you just gotta... The thing I don't like about Wind Waker is that that whole world, like, opens up pretty early on. But the stupid fucking boat won't leave you be. Like, what are you doing, man? We gotta go. We gotta hurry. Shit, dude. You gotta get to the next level. Like, I just wanna chill out in the ocean. No. I mean, you can. I can't stop you. I'm a boat. I ain't got no arms. But come not on. My real, not my real dad boat, dad. Yeah, but sometimes he feels like my real dad, and I feel compelled to listen to him, even though I would have more fun if I ignored him. He's a video game character. Yeah. All right. But, you know. <laughs> They were like, we made an open world game, but like, so that means like all sense of like urgency is like leaving. What if there was just a guy that yelled at you? Right. (laughs) Whereas Breath of the Wild, every now and then you talk to an important NPC, he was like, yeah, that's going to go real bad if you don't do something about it like soon. But I guess, I guess go have fun. (laughs) Are you you still just going to collect Korok seeds? Seems like you got enough of them. Ah, who I'm not Link the legendary like, hero, eh, eh, I guess. Uh, you know best. <laughs> Which one of us is the hero of time? Uh, well, okay, uh, it's me. Yeah, I thought yeah, I so. Gu- I guess that's you. So, yeah, you, uh... Okay, just Princess Zelda's been holding that seal for a hundred years straight. Seems like it might break any day now. Yeah, then she can probably hold it another year. So, okay, or you really want to test that, huh? Okay, well, all right. Listen, I gotta unlock the motorcycle. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me, man. There's a master sword out there somewhere, and don't you want me to get that? Well, so... yeah, but I thought you got that like 20 hours ago, though. Yeah, but I have to make food so that I can do the tri- the trials to make it better. I'll make you food. If that's what the holdup is, I can cook you a uh, fucking dinner. No, 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 yeah, I guess I don't. You're right. <laughs> you know, the yellow ones. Do you uh, think that someone has, like, ever eaten, like, one of Link's, like, real... Adding all of the ability stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah. shit, what the fuck are you... <laughs> uh, do you think that Link is actually a really good cook in that game, or are, like, the delicious-looking foods that, like, come up in the little UI just sort of his... His opinion of how the food turned out, and if we had a more objective camera, it would just look like a pile of slop. Um, does it matter? He's the one eating it. No, sure, it doesn't matter at all. I'm just, I'm just wondering how he manages to bake a cake with only a walk. Uh, second like, walk. 
like if you want like an actual like logistic answer, like probably not, but like No, sure. Listen. I'm just I'm just yucking it up. I Link canonically does eat rocks in yeah, that game. He does literally just yeah. eat a big rock, so because the Gorons are like, shit, dude, you should try to eat a rock like we do. Holy <laughs> fuck, man, I didn't think you'd actually do <laughs> it. Bro. Fuck, you did it, bro. <laughs> that cutscene is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the Gorons know how to bro out. Yeah, th- I mean, that's all they know how to do. <laughs> They're a race of bros. Yeah. They have that's no true. women. Wait, is that bros. true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Dudes more literally than ever rock when it comes to the Gorons. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? It's a fact. This is really going to turn out into a uh, like same situation that happens with uh, Dark Souls and stuff, uh-huh. where for the next like five weeks, I'm going to have to come up with a different way to write. We talk like me and Luke talk about Zelda. <laughs> right for the for the next two months, it's going to be a Zelda podcast where we talk about Columbo sometimes. <laughs> I just don't think that's true. No, probably not. Who knows? Probably not. But like you know, you know, you like you guys talk go off on Dark Souls, right? We d- we did talk a lot about Elden Ring last year. Well, there was a lot of Elden Ring to play. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I read this is how you lose the Time War. A pretty good book. I liked reading. Nice. It. It's like, now, and now it's the meme book. So congrats yeah, now on it's the meme book. Yeah, I like the the day before. The big, the biggest dickless uh, situation exploded on Twitter. I was like, "Yeah, oh hey, that's the book I'm reading right now." I was just looking at it like, "Okay, I guess that's happening." Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a weird one. Um, you know, hey, what if what if love could bloom on a battlefield, Molly? In the time war. In the time war of all the places. Well, it's possible. Apparently, hey. yeah. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to learn how to win the time war. So yeah. So no, this is not the book for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's a good uh, example of how to lose. So maybe yeah. okay. You yeah. know, like a I, I kind need, of like an example in not right. doing this. Like the inverse of like, like how you have everything you learn in Harvard and everything they don't t- teach you in Harvard. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I need that for the time war. <laughs> yes. This is how you win the time war. Um, yeah, you know, what if uh, the spies from Spy vs. Spy started to uh, just kind of want to make out after they blew each other up with cartoon bombs? Well, you can't prove to me that they don't. I can't, you're right. I'm, I'm sure I've seen fan art of the spies exploring each other's body. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> there must be, yeah. I do know there's also a third gray spy who's a lady, and sometimes the comics the are about fuck? them. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. show up that much, but now and then it's more about them trying to, like... You know, win over her affection, and she just gets gets one up on both of them. Nice. Yeah, or sometimes, like, they are, like, it looks like one got the hand of the other, but then both of them blow up, and then it, like, pans over to reveal Grey Spy. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hee hee hee. Ha ha ha, gotcha. Love to anyway. see a girl boss winning. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, anyway, you're losing your fucking mind about Zelda. I mean, I'm a little excited about playing The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to play the video game, and I will, in pretty much as soon as we're done recording this. Yeah, like it, yeah, you've, you've entered a time machine, and at the end of this time machine, a.k.a. the podcast, you'll be ready to play Zelda. <laughs> right, this is how I win the time war. <laughs> right, exactly. By recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, a, a game I worked on. That's true. So true. 
I, I, they, someone posted the credits so I could be like, hey, that's me. Hey, yeah. Nice. There you are. It's Ashley. Uh, yeah. I love it when I see Ashley. <laughs> Anytime I'm not I, seeing Ashley, I'm asking, where's Ashley? I'm mixed on seeing Ashley. Sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> hey, we've all been there. So true. But yeah, that's that's what's up with me. Okay. Uh, Ashley, what are you done? Uh, in preparation for this Columbo, I got really back into Star Trek. Yeah, okay, sure. I'm not actually. I mm. I mean, I did get back into Star Trek. No, 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 you I, did get back into Star Trek. I know it wasn't for this episode, but I was, yeah, yeah. Go, go on. I forgot that this was the Leonard Nimoy episode <laughs> until I started watching. I'm like, right! Uh, yeah. yeah. There's Grace by. Oh, yeah, yes, I posted a picture of the Grace by. I forgot just how, like, the two Slivers of Spy guys are just weird little, like, inhuman gremlins, and then the Grace by is just a sexy lady. I, I have also seen images of the Grace by where she looks more like mm-hmm. the, the regular spies. That's fair, that's fair. The, the artist here sure did make sure to have her, like, curling her toes over the edge of this hammock, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yup. I mean, like, everyone in Mad Magazine seems some form of, like, repre- like horny. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I rewatched one of my uh, favorite movies that is very bad, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the, that animated movie, The Bad Guys. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Or, like, do you oh, the, remember the cartoon about movie? that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a fun time. It's got really great animation. It seemed cute from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, it's animated characters doing an Ocean's Eleven heist. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, I watched the original Drunken Master, which I was not as high on it as some of my friends are, but uh, that's okay. You could just say uh, me. No, I... <laughs> I was honestly like looking at my like letterbox oh, okay. reviews, and like I have like several people I am friends with who have all rated it five stars. Yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, yeah, I liked it, but not five star. Like, and then I immediately went to watching Star Trek: The Voyage Home, a masterpiece of a movie where they save whales. Yeah, I've heard about those yeah, whales. Man. Oh yeah, that's the one I've seen. It's like that's the one they go I, back in time, right? Yeah, it's the most popular, like, Star Trek piece of media, I think. It, like, uh-huh. did huge numbers at the box office. And, yeah, it's just a fish-out-of-water story. Right. Uh, the the line that just utterly kills me in that is... Kirk is talking to some lady in the past. Uh, you know, our future of the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Or present. Whatever. Uh... And she like just like look, looks at his outfit and is like, what are you, like, from space? And he goes, no, I'm from Iowa. I work in space. <laughs> <laughs> is a good line. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched that. I also, I've been watching Star Trek Lower Decks, which is the recent animated uh, Star Trek show. Yeah. Uh, which... I was really worried about going into, like, I'd had a lot of my friends say, like, they love it, uh, and how great it was, but I was like, it looks very Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. 
Which, you know, it's... Rick and Morty is just every sci-fi story, but, like, twisted. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is gonna happen if you just, like, put comedy and Star Trek together. Right. Uh, but I was like, oh, I like it. A lot of comedy, you know, it relies on being very cynical and stuff, and that kind of goes against what uh, Star Trek is about right. in a lot of ways. Where it is... Like, I was sometimes, like, achingly, like, earnest. Yeah. Uh, but I think it it hits that uh, kind of balancing act really well. And uh, I think there's some fun episodes. I'm kind of getting to the... I just finished the second season. It's getting to the point where it's like, oh, you're actually kind of doing some Star Trek stuff. Uh-huh. You know, you're doing some plot. And also because they uh, are animated, they get to get away with a lot of more of the out there... Uh, space races that they don't normally do. The right. ones that aren't just, let's throw some ears on a guy. Oh, sure. Uh, I really love that they have the uh, the cat race uh, that started in the original animated series as, like, you know, 1970s sexy cat girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and this one is just... It's a, a cat girl, but... Looks more like one of the cats that you would see on the street. <laughs> Just fucking haggers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I always appreciate that this is not a cat girl. This is a cat woman. <laughs> she's She's gone through some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. And I've just been really playing Mafia 3. Uh, kind of reaching my end of being interested in that, which is... Perfect timing. Hey, there you go. Uh, other than that, nothing really much. I've you know, been applying for jobs, looking at stuff. Uh-huh. Hoping to continue living. <laughs> hey, you know what sucks is applying That's for the jobs. It does, is the thing. I don't like yeah. doing it. Uh, no but you gotta. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Molly. Um, hi. Hi. What have you been doing? Uh, I'm playing Roots of Patches still. Mm-hmm. Um, been... What I've seen of that seems very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's rad. Um, it's, it is filling the Stardew Valley-shaped hole in my heart. Um, so that hasn't changed much since last time. I, I haven't had nearly as much time to play as I did before, uh, last time I talked about it. So... Still in my first year. I'm still in my. I'm still in winter, but I'm at the very end of winter. So I'm excited to do the second year part, um, and like capping because you get more knowledge for each crop. But obviously, the first time through, you're not going to get everything for everything. Right. Uh, so I want to. I want to cap out some of that stuff. Um. But then also, I you know I'll probably play Zelda. Probably. Yeah. Let's, be, let's be honest. Um. And then the FOMO gets you. I listen. Despite everything, I do like Zelda. Right. I want yeah. to like the Zelda games. No, of course. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, yeah. you were kind of like lukewarm on the the first one, and I think yeah. that's only gone down with time. Uh, I don't know if it's gone down with time. It's kind of stayed the same with time. That's uh, right. I was I was much more bitter about it at the time. Right. Um. But you know. That's, yeah. It was a whole. Yeah. And 
Hmm? Everyone, I think, has experienced it. It sucks when you're like, I don't yeah. like this game, and everyone is like, this is a masterpiece. Right, when no one will shut the fuck up about the thing, you're like, really? This is what y'all are excited about? This happens to be, like, once every two years. So. I, I'm trying to remember the last time it really got me. The big one I remember it happening with is Skyrim, but I feel like there must be a more recent one than that. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I just remember pulling my fucking hair out over Skyrim. Like, come on. Come on. Look at this piece of shit. This is what you people like. I'm trying to remember... I I was on I was on Hades side. That could have been a divide. I was oh, sure. I was pro Hades. Oh, yeah, you're definitely that with uh, Undertale. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Like the other one that is the biggest one is Undertale. I, yeah. I still don't get it, but yeah. Um, Undertale for me was less like oh I don't get it more I get it I like it, but I think we can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> I got like I understood. Well, I guess no, I didn't understand what they were talking right. about. I was gonna say I did. I don't. I still don't. I don't see it. No, love that game. Real good. I don't know if we needed to talk about how good it was for two years straight or anything, but... But we did, so... You know, you do you, I guess. (laughs) Um, I watched uh, Infernal Affairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, A a Hong Kong action movie uh, about a guy who joins the police force as a mole for... Um, a uh, d- like crime triad, yeah. uh, and then at the same time, a guy who goes undercover, uh, who gets pulled out of the police cadet academy to go undercover in that same triad. Yeah, uh, and then like ten years later, they meet up, uh, and they yeah, have yeah. to figure out who is the other one. Uh, it's pretty sick. Yeah, uh, and the movie that The Departed is a loose remake of. Yes. Yeah. And also, I don't know, I went and looked up The Departed, and it's like mm-hmm. an hour longer, and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you do that, man. Yeah. Cannot imagine. I've not seen The I Departed in a long time. Infernal Affairs has, like, three, like, there's it's a trilogy. Yes, but they don't get the original guys back for the second one. <laughs> it's yeah, a that prequel. seems right. Uh, okay, okay. Um... And then the third one, I think they get one of the guys back. Um, but even then, I'm like, I don't know why I would want a sequel to this based on where it ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I need to see Infernal Affairs. It's something that's been on my list since The Departed came out. Yeah. Uh, but, like, based on how The Departed ends, assuming it's similar, yeah, I don't know if there's really anywhere to take that story. Uh, Luke, I think it is. <laughs> Okay, if I yeah. remember right, so. But does Infernal Affairs have a closing shot of two rats crawling across a window just in case you didn't get that this was a movie about rats? Um, no. <laughs> Thankfully, it's a little smarter than that. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I remember years ago, someone did a Kickstarter for, I want to release my own cut of The Departed. It's identical to the theatrical release, except I cut it before the rats come in. <laughs> if I meet Perfection. my Kickstarter goal, I will trim off the last thirty seconds of this movie and send you a DVD case with that cut of it in it. I mean, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, please, by all means. Um, yeah. So I watched that. I watched Ocean's Eleven again because mm. uh, it's the fucking cinema. The cinema. Yeah, it's yeah. The fucking cinema, dude. Um. Yeah, not much else to say about it besides like that's just one God, of one movie. of the most movies ever made. Right. It's it's good when George Clooney gets fake beat up by that dude. It's kind of just good when George Clooney. That's so true. <laughs> they make reference to George Clooney in the bad guys. Great. 
Oh, really? Uh, when someone, when the, you know, the face of the operation has to turn the charm, he goes, I gotta go full Clooney. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Chelsea watched uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou a few weeks ago. Another good, oh, that's another good time Banger! With George. <laughs> Banger! George Clooney was just fucking doing it, man. He really was. What happened yeah, to him? He feels like he kind of fell off. Uh, I he, think he got married. Like, tr- <laughs> I mean, fair. He also was, like, trying to, like, really start a director career. Oh, okay. Uh, and everything that he made kind of, like, seemed like, no, this isn't good. Mm, okay. If uh, There was that movie that was, like, what if Jim Cramer got held hostage that he, like, directed and okay. produced and starred in? Mm-hmm. And that was a big flop, and he was like, I'm kind of done. Yeah, I feel like Up in the Air was the last movie I remember him, like, being a big deal in. And I just checked, that movie is from 2009. I thought it was more recent than that. No. I worked at a movie theater when that movie came out, so. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so, uh, that's that's pretty much, pretty much what I've done this week. Uh, the other parts of my week have been taken up by a just crazy podcast edit so yeah yeah it's a bit of a mess but i think i have it sorted now so it's fine i'll work on it this weekend oh also i am uh stuck isolating from ashley and pris because uh my co-worker just got back from europe and came in with cold-like symptoms today and yesterday hey. was and yesterday was there and you know what she loves to do when she talks is take off her fucking mask hey so, don't you work at a doctor's office i sure do <laughs> great it, I'm sure she doesn't do it, like, in the room with patients, but, like, she's definitely doing it every time she comes back to her desk. <sighs> and you know where she sits? Directly behind me. Great! So, yeah, I have to make sure I don't have COVID. I'm waiting for her to get test results so I can feel better about uh, leaving this cell. Ugh. All right, George Clewis and Hail Caesar. He's good at right. that. Right! Yes, yes, yes. Although he's not, like, the star of that movie. He's, like, a good part of yeah. it, but... I, I like, uh... George Clooney referring it to it, his Cohen's work as his dumbass trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does play a dumbass in all those movies. I should rewatch Intolerable Cruelty. I remember the movie being alright. Yeah, like, the, the Cohen brothers and their genius were just like, what if we got the hottest man to be an idiot? <laughs> right. And they were so right. Uh-huh. And they did the exact same thing with Brad Pitt. That made him even stupider. Yeah, but he kind of sucks. Yeah, that's true. I forgot he sucks. Yeah. Well, it's because nobody talks about it. Yeah. He just gets to suck for free. Right. <laughs> anyway. <I'm> paid suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Columbo? Columbo. Columbo. I think this might be my new fave. Really interesting. Okay. Yeah, I thought this was kind of a banger. I was I was into it for sure. I like it. Yes. I think it's kind of a fucking banger. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, easily the most evil guy we've had on oh, the show. Oh, yeah, no question. Yes. By a lot. Wait, this guy's like borderline serial killer. Yes. He, do you want an unfun fact? What's that? Yep. Uh, the serial killer Wikipedia list... Uh, has to have a separate page for medical professionals. Oh. Oh. Uh, because there are so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way this is the first guy he's tried to kill, right? 
No. He's gotten away with it in the past. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, that is part of, like, the whole thing is that it's so easy for people in, like, a medical field to... Right. ...do this because... They have that knowledge. Yeah. They have that knowledge, and if you're a doctor, you could just... Or especially a surgeon, you could just make, uh, you know, your crimes look like... Yeah. You know, just actual medical accidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this one should be, like, a really open and shut case just because he keeps using his own fucking morphine from his office. Yeah! <laughs> Columbo needs to inventory that fucking morphine! Uh, but I bet there weren't, like, really strict, <laughs> like, tracking uh, for these things at the time. Maybe not. It seems like you would have to keep track of that stuff. Yeah, but then, you know, if he's, like, a really big deal, then... Yeah. Right, because it's yeah. not like it's the hospital's, like, main, like, supply. Yeah, this it's is, like, a research, research thing. Yeah. 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 But even just, well, like, Columbo like, looked... Uh... If Columbo had looked in there the first time, and then the second time noticed there was one less vial in there, <laughs> open and shut. Yeah. Just, um... Yeah. Yeah, keep a... Tra- the only thing you ever have to do, just check that medicine cabinet. Just check the medicine cabinet. That's it. Easy. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he also says that, like, there's a lot of, uh, people who have access to it, so that may... Well, no, he does. He says it's him, the nurse, and the other doctor. That's it. Yeah, and Dr. Oh, Heidemann, right, right. that's yes, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, no, no, he, he, he does not even he, say he, the nurse. He just says him and Dr. Heidemann, I think. Well, sure, but earlier he was like, yeah, she could have got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I also, good title <laughs> for this one. Oh, uh, yeah. A Stitch yes. in Crime. That's, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good, especially given it. You know, the yeah. murders. Yeah, with suture. Right. Let's fucking go, dude. Um, this is one of the ones I've seen before. Okay. Um, Pris uh, has watched this one a number of times because it's a banger. It's it's really good. I kind of hope Leonard Nimoy shows up again. I don't know if he does or not. I don't know uh, if he does. I don't think he does, but I don't know. I don't think he does, but I can't say for sure. So. Sure. Uh, I know. I, I know. Um, William Shatner has multiple episodes. Yeah, yeah. And in one, he teaches Columbo what gay people are. Oh boy, can't Shout wait for out. that. <laughs> I think that may be one of the like last season episodes. Okay. Oh. Uh, last uh, season, as in like reboot, or last season, as in reboot. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So stuff we are not watching. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're bringing in a guy, uh, who's like, don't, I'm done with all this oxygen. <laughs> yeah, get this shit off my face. I'm sick of being sick. I know I'm, I'm a surgeon, but, that, but that's how I know all this is bullshit. They bring him in on a stretcher, but it is so low to the ground. Yeah, me and Chelsea were so funny. <laughs> like, did they just not have the fucking, like, adjustable height ones back then or something? Nobody's invented, like, hinges. Right. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, they, like, are, like, rolling to mind. He's, like, right next to, like, the floor buffer. Right. And then, like, they bring him to the room, and then they're just like, all right, time for you to stand up. <laughs> I wonder if it's, it's be- like- well, it wouldn't, this wouldn't be a private hospital then, I guess, because this is just a research hospital, I mean, because yeah. he's being yeah. treated there and having surgery there, so. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they hadn't invented good stretchers yet. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I truly do not know. But this old uh, doctor really making Leonard Nimoy's uh, eventual job here pretty easy because, goddammit, he, he hates every part of being treated for his heart failure. He wants to die from this fucking heart. It's like, stop trying to give me oxygen. Stop giving me medicine. Leave me alone. Let I'm me gonna smoke. I'm going to get up and I'm going to start doing my, <laughs> my rounds. Yeah. Fine, fine, open me up if you have to, but can I smoke while you operate on me? And they're like, yes, sir, this is the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 Leonard Nimoy, uh, who is our doctor, our yes, killer, uh-huh. uh, is reading a telegram that says that their research needs another year. Right, they're researching transplant rejection, and Leonard Nimoy thinks they have invented a way to get, you know, transplant recipients to, you know, not reject the new tissue. Yes. Yeah. Every other doctor's like, hey, looks good. Gonna be a while before we're giving it the green light, though, so be patient. And he's like, fuck you. He's like, fuck, I'll kill all of you and just release it myself. (laughs) What if I instead just keep murdering people until I get my way? Well, we're gonna find out. It is somewhat funny that this dude kills two people, but not the woman he'd want. He kills everybody but yeah. the person he's trying to kill. Man. Um, so the telegram says, yeah, that they need at least another year of tests. It's addressed to the doctor who got brought in, uh, who is yeah. sick. Uh, who, who probably had a heart attack, but it's fine. You right. Know, he knows he has a bad yeah. valve, so it's okay. Yeah, the the sick doctor is Dr. Hyman, and Lindy Moore is Dr. Mayfield. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's also... a third doctor who we don't really meet. Yeah, and then there's also Sharon Martin, their nurse, who really yes. likes Dr. Yes. Hyman and fucking hates Dr. Mayfield. Well, it, like, it just, she's like, I'm just getting the vibe that you're evil incarnate. You just kind of got murderer vibes, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I know you don't like me, but come on. And Dr. Heidemann's like, I know you don't like it, but come on! <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, all, there's also another group of doctors who are studying this. And so that's part of the reason why Leonard Nimoy wants to push this forward. Yeah, he is worried about it's, somebody else getting to the market first. Yeah. Yeah, and getting the credit. Yes. And Dr. Heidemann's like, I literally don't give a shit about the credit. We're going to, like, develop a drug that will help people. Yeah, we're going to save lives. Who cares? And Dr. Mayfield's like, I want my fucking money, asshole. (laughs) You're a, like, respected heart surgeon. I'm sure you're doing just fine on money, I bet you're doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. But he wants more. In the fame. Uh... The nurse sees him reading uh, the telegram, uh, and she's like, hmm, something suspicious. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, because he tries to reseal it, but she can tell pretty early. Right. Like, pretty easily that it's just resealed. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she takes Dr. Heidemann out and then comes back in for something uh, yeah. and sees him reading it, and then he passes it off so he can go give it to the actual Dr. Heidemann. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get uh, the operation and everything's to go swimmingly. Yep, just a perfect surgery. No problems here. No problems. Really easy surgery. 
Uh, Leonard Nimoy does feel like he like that. I look at that guy like, yeah, you could be a surgeon. Yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah, sells absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they which is ironic because he was the science officer, not the. That's true. I did ask actually the about chief this. So I was like, yes. what is Spock's job? <laughs> I think his I job is just to tell Trek. Kirk that he's being illogical. That is true. I think that is most of most of his job. Yeah. Um, and then to like pinch people's shoulders so they die or fall asleep. Right. Yes. Uh, so in the the movie, he does that to the punk guy. Yeah, it's so yeah, I great. remember that. <laughs> like he's on the bus getting harassed by a guy and just eh, pinch. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like the whole thing of that is, you know, he's a Spock's a weird dude, right? Especially among people who don't know what Vulcans are, right? So they just go. Oh yeah, he got like really into LSD in the '60s, and it fucked him up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, what the fuck is this red thing that like spins up blood during the uh, surgery? Because it freaks me out. Yeah, I don't know enough about surgery. You know, this, machi- that, this machine yeah. looks crazy. Dude. I, I just assume because that they are operating on the heart. Yeah, I assume it replaces the heart for a minute. Yeah, maybe something like that. that that it is pumping blood into the system. Or it's like yes. a pressure relief valve or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Medicine. Uh, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, Sharon makes a couple mistakes during the surgery because she's worried about Dr. Heideman and she's worried about Dr. Mayfield killing Dr. Heideman. Yeah. Um, despite not really having any evidence of it besides he's the most creepy man who's ever lived. Right. Yeah. Um, but it turns out she's right, and she finds some of the suture they use to close him up and realizes that it feels different from the usual suture they use. Yes. Um, so she uh, runs off upstairs to go make a phone call uh, to yeah. a Mac mm-hmm. uh, and makes an appointment to see Mac at 11, at, not 11, at 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten where they go with this Mac thing. I was like, oh, that's actually really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. clever. Um, but, uh, you know, Mr. Spock is on to her, and he's like, hey, what you doing? What's yeah, wrong? He's, he's, washing, like t- he's washing his hands, and he could see her pick up um, yeah. the suture in the mirror and, like, compare it to usual suture. And uh, she specifically is the one who set up the tray table. Yeah, uh, where the stuff was, and she's like, "This isn't the suture I brought in, so what the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, as soon as so- they put the other doctor under the operating table, was like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna be a good mystery." I don't, this seems like a hard thing for Columbo to prove anything with. And then he's just gonna clonk this woman over the head with a tire iron. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Listen, he planned the right the suture murder. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, buddy. One out of two ain't bad, I guess. I mean, Columbo also doesn't figure out how he can prove the... That's true. The suture is the one he figures out. Yes. Yes. But, you know, the only reason Columbo's there in the first place is because of the tire iron. Yep. Yeah. Um, It it is really funny to me when they're in the parking lot. She's looking at, like, as he comes out of the shadows, there's just a good zoom in on her, and she's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, who the fuck? Uh, oh, what are you doing? Ooh. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit, I'm dead. They gotta nah, figure fuck. out a better way to shoot somebody uh, getting hit over the head with a blunt object. I know they can't show that, 
But they gotta figure out a more artistic way to depict it, because it always looks real goofy. It's really, it's, especially, I love the implication of her dying, just her keys hitting the ground. Uh (laughs) It's really funny. Yeah. Everyone in this should be blown up by car bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they could show that. They gotta get Leonard Nimoy glasses so they can reflect all the uh, planning in his glasses in, in place of showing the kill. Okay, so no, when they bring up the body, that has the... That's, you're right! Fucking, what the fuck were they doing? Yeah, like, did it just not up. work? Maybe they broke it. Yeah. And they only had one prop, and they were like, we gotta film this shit, so... No idea. Get down there, idiot. Maybe it was a thing where, like, they hadn't figured out how to do it, like, well enough for people who are, you know, still alive. Right. Or, yeah, maybe it's like, well, those are, like, more complex, they're more expensive... If, if you can walk, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to yeah. have enough of them that we can use them for every case. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Columbo's here and he's sleepy. Oh, he's so sleepy. <laughs> he's so tired. <laughs> Columbo with his fucking egg is killing me. He's just wandering around the crime scene peeling a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> this is maybe the funniest thing that's happened on this show is when somebody, <laughs> during the scene, somebody shows him the murder weapon and he cracks his egg on it. <laughs> Is maybe the funniest thing that's happened on Columbo. <laughs> like, well, he's like, he just goes, no fingerprints, and then they're like, nope, and he's like, all right. <laughs> the, the forensic scientist is like, uh, Lieutenant, we're trying to keep this area clean for evidence. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, later, a guy brings him a bottle of orange juice. He's like, what, what about any coffee? Well, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like uh, that this episode has like a really tight time span. Mm-hmm. It's like, it is like two days. This doctor does a lot of murder. He kills so many people. Yeah. He kills two and a half guys. It is, it is. <laughs> uh, one or two more and you could describe it as a massacre. Yes. Yeah. This was a really fucked up first uh, draft of two and a half men. <laughs> God. Because, uh, yeah, uh, well, they're checking out the parking lot. Leonard Nimoy goes to the nurse's apartment and just, you know, tries to make it look like it's been burgled. Yep, waits for um, the roommate that he knows to leave. Yeah. Uh, and then heads on in there. I think it's really funny that Leonard Nimoy gets to tear apart this room, but he can't have any fun doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of guys, when you're doing this scene, get to have fun with their fake robbery, but he has to, like, methodically rip the books off the shelf because he's no nonsense. Right, right. <laughs> he's he's stuck doing the saddest job. and He, like, literally takes out the plates in the cabinet and just sets them on sets the counter. Them down. He doesn't break <laughs> them. He just puts them down. Yeah. If nothing proves that this is a fake robbery more than him just setting shit on the counter, I don't right. know what else could. Uh-huh. Because like it's when not throw- scary. When he throws down the... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just like really like concentrating. It's so funny because like just him like walking by like shoving things off of counter. Uh-huh. And- He's like the but most just- disinterested cat in history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we talked about like the different types of killer in Columbo. This is a killer that utterly hates Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> he despises him. Uh-huh. Um, I but- think the one that really got me the most for him taking stuff out is there is an urn in the bookshelf, 
and he takes each piece and sets it down on the floor separately. <laughs> it's really goofy. To me, it's just like, about the really casual way he just kind of like brushes the cushions off of the couch. Right. Yeah, that one gets me. That one. That's. <laughs> He he has a little fun with the one that's like that wicker chair. He kind of yeah. flips it out, but the other two, he's just like, eh. 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 whatever. His heart's not in it. He's like, well, yeah. I'm not a monster. Well, listen, I mean, I don't think a burglar would break anything. <laughs> Burglars are known for being really, really not sloppy workers. Uh, it's a burglar, not a vandal. Duh. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, and then like his like. Later thing is, oh, this is someone who is, like, in the middle of horrible withdrawals. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doing this the is cleanest robbery. Off. He's like, okay, well, that's definitely not what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not true. Yeah, because at the end, he produces two bottles of morphine. Yes, which he's going to, like, hide under her sink, implying she was... Yeah, which we don't you know. we don't see him do it now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea he's trying to set up is that she was stealing morphine to sell... And so one of her buyers uh, went, you know, nuts and attacked her. Yeah, which is weird, because, like, uh, did they steal? Yeah, I guess he stole her keys. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, We go back to uh, Columbo, he cracks his egg on the murder weapon, and then we go back to Leonard Deboy again now that he's back at the office. Yes. Yeah, uh, and he... Gets the news over telephone, and, you know, he's trying to sell a voice, but in real life, he's actually just, like, fixes things on his desk. Right, he's, <laughs> he's winding up his desk clock in his voice, right? He's like, oh, no, that's horrible, but he's not selling it in body language, because he doesn't realize he's being watched by a sly little elf. Yeah, well, okay, he's, sit- he's, like, sitting on his desk, straight chilling. Right. You know, I'm setting the time on his clock. He looks like somebody called him to invite him to dinner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I was just looking at this room is so obviously a set that oh, I yeah. kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah. Columbo, uh, yeah. of course, looking at me like, wow, surgeons are incredible. You know, you're getting that horrible news, but you still got the concentration to set your clock. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, he just goes like, oh, do, do we know who did it? And Columbo just like appears and he's like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then he just immediately goes, oh, so it was a burglary? And then Columbo's like, well, I didn't say that. But uh, no, probably not. I mean, it could be. Who's to say? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Columbo's saying all of this in between yawns. Yes. Yes. Because, oh, right. The reason he's so sleepy is that he was up all night because his wife was sick. Yes. So I assumed the thing he was going to be doing all episode is pestering this guy for ideas for remedies for his wife. I wish that's what would happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, but no, he's just looking for his own ailment cures. Yeah, uh-huh. His tummy hurts, okay? <laughs> his tummy hurts! And he has to be very brave about it because his wife is sick. Right, and also he's maybe allergic to shellfish. Maybe. Hard to say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as soon as Columbo points out the thing with the clock, I feel like Dr. Mayfield's like, Oh, fuck, shit, okay. Uh, ah, like, like alright, I, I, I can't treat this dude... You know. Yeah. This guy's got to get stonewalled out of this hospital. Right. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. No. Uh, yeah, like, I, we also, like, Columbo goes, like, oh, you must be a terrific surgeon. He's like, 
well, of course, I only operate on the best. And he's like, no, I mean, like, you're so calm. Right. Yeah, just, I love that Leonard Nimoy's first thing. It's like, oh, he must be praising me. Right. <laughs> well, of course I'm a great surgeon. Fucking obviously. Yeah. Dipshit. Columbo interviewing this other nurse, the, the victim's roommate. Well, he's so sleepy. Oh, my God. And this lady is so fucking funny. <laughs> she's, just, she's crushing it. Yeah, she's very talkative and very upset. And he's just like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I don't know. She's like, do you see what I mean? No, not really. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. See, because she's always she always cared about other people. I only care about me, you know. And he's like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's well, always like an outwardly focused person. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I only do nurse work for plastic surgeons in Beverly Hills, but she just wants to help humanity, Lieutenant. I can't believe she got murdered. He's like, okay, can we oh, just yeah. do this a different day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, ju- I think I'll just interview people later. He it's- is, like, bloodhound, like, yeah. sliding out of his chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Columbo uh, has turned into Columbo's dog for this episode. Yeah, but this is where they find the morphine stuck under the sink. Yes. You know what I thought yeah. was going to be a bigger clue was that huh. the morphine has no prints on it. Yeah. Which is not something somebody selling morphine or somebody stealing morphine would have happen. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you Why would they wear gloves for this? It. Yeah. Yeah. I just and I guess if she weird. doesn't want to get it traced back to her, maybe she would wipe him down or something, but. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. I the- also, there's like a little scene between, uh, Linda Nemo and the other doctor where he's like. Yeah, there's a guy called Columbo here. He's going to make himself a problem for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a real fucking asshole. He's very efficient, but uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Dr. Heidemann's like, can I get up? And uh, Dr. Mayfield's like, not for six more days, asshole. Come that on. I've got a break first. <laughs> I've got a marathon to run, young man. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but yeah, then they find the morphine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, later, Nimoy's throwing a party, and everyone is g- doing some gossip about doctoring. Right, yeah. Orthodontist, that's where the real money is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Columbo, of course, drives his shitty little car up into this party, and, uh, you know, the, like, servant is trying to, like, oh, no, you should, you know, try some of this. It's got, you know, like, cream cheese in it. He's like, do, do you got normal cheese? Do you got maybe, like, a Mexican Fiesta blend? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you have a Ritz cracker? <laughs> and she's just like, go over there. And he's like, all right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Good. Oh. So he just starts loading a plate up, and Leonard Nimoy walks up to him. And he goes, oh, yeah, sorry. I've um, helped myself here. I uh, I had to skip breakfast, and then I had to work through lunch, and now I'm probably going to have to work through dinner. And <laughs> Leonard Nimoy just goes, this is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a jerk at rocks. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking prick. It's so good. His walk of his like introduction is just collecting evidence, Columbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's loading up food. I like that he clearly hates Columbo, but he's usually not angry the way some other guys that hate Columbo are. Right. Yes. Like yeah, he's, he's got like a veneer of friendliness, but you can tell he just has no fucking patience. Uh, yeah, he rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go off and talk for a little bit. Um, I forget what this conversation is about specifically. This is Columbo basically 
seeming oh, this to is take him telling his bait. him about the morphine thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, I think maybe a drug, some kind of drug he killed her. He's like, wow, that's crazy. I would never have thought that she sold drugs. It doesn't seem like her character. Yeah, wow. She was one of the most devoted nurses I've ever known. Yeah. And I was like, well, you never know people these days. And then he's <laughs> like, now, like, now, where would you? And then he's like, Cub was like, do you have any pills for an upset tummy? <laughs> yeah. My tummy rumbling. Doc, my tummy hurts. I think I ate too fast. I ate too fast and your food sucks. <laughs> so he gives the first thing, like, honey. <laughs> the first thing uh, Leonard Nimoy says, like, when Columbo gets here, is like, ah, oh, you know, I could have canceled the party, but it was, you know, it's a little too late and everybody was already, you know, ready to go, so. Ah, uh, you know, feel feel really bad to let all these people down. And Columbo's like, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm gonna eat your food now. Right. <laughs> and then as soon as Columbo leaves, he calls up the the roommate and be like, hey, let's talk while I prime you as a witness. Yeah, can I help you out with some uh, information I want to give you, uh, have you give to the police? What if I help you remember some things that'll exonerate me? <laughs> and she's like, wow, great idea. Yeah. And he basically just guides her into uh, the the victim was a volunteer at the VA and was helping with their, like, drug withdrawal program. And she dated one of the guys from the program. And maybe he's the one who fucking killed her. Yeah. Um, this... This whole section of the of the episode is, like, the most disgusting thing somebody on Columbo has ever done. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, he is... He makes it so clear that he does not consider this person human. Right. right. They talk so much about, like, well, a dope fiend, that's, you know, you can't trust that kind of person. Who knows what they're capable of? And then when we see this guy, he's just a normal guy trying to live his life. He's literally working at a petting zoo, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's come just on. begging Columbo to leave him alone because he's afraid of being fired. Yeah, he's like, listen, man, I, I listen, if my boss knows that I was ever into drugs, like, I'm going to get fired. So could you could we do this a different time? And also, I've been clean for six months and I haven't or I've been clean forever. Haven't seen her in six months. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Later on. I, I love it. Columbo gets like mad in this episode. Yes, in a he way gets he does not mad, get. mad. And I feel like it's because yeah. most of the time the victim is also a prick. So he's like, I mean, I'm going to catch you because that's what I do. But this one, he feels more, like, personally invested because this man is just offing nice, normal people. Yeah. 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 And Columbo got to meet this nice, normal person before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like, uh, the fact that they made it, like, uh, the veteran. Right. And, like, the fact that it was a sympathetic portrayal of a drug addict. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was surprised I was like, yeah. to get that. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, but it is so disgusting. Yeah. Um, the part where so they they come up with that guy's name, and then um, she gets back home to, and Columbo's already there, and he sees them together, right? And he's like, "Oh boy, I'm about to get a load of shit right now." Uh, so you know, he goes in and talks to this uh to the roommate. Yeah. And first, they do this goofy little scene about him, like. Is this for, like, an upset stomach, or does he have the hiccups? No, he's, got, not no, he's having an allergic reaction from the shellfish. Okay. Yeah, but his allergic but reaction is thing. not what you normally get from shellfish. It's, he's just keeps sneezing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But she's got okay. this home remedy where you gotta take, what is it, seven sips of water consecutively without taking breaths, and then hold your breath for four seconds, and then you're cured of your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Which, that's I why I was confused that. about what the fuck this was. <laughs> right. But it works. It makes them all better. But then, um, she's I like... I love the, the acting of Columbo when he, uh, Pierre Falk, when he's, like, reaching for a, uh, handkerchief because he's about to sneeze. Yeah. Just like, um, please, please, handkerchief, clean, clean. Clean, clean. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, actually, I think I'm good. <laughs> um... I love this part where she says Harry Alexander um, and he goes, oh, Harry Alexander. So is this somebody that you remembered? Because who did you think I was talking about before when I asked you about her personal life? Uh, and she's like, because yeah, you you didn't mention anything about this guy beforehand. Right. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I was I, you know, uh, just thought about it. And he was like, oh, you just thought about it. And you just got back from uh, being out with Mr. Mayfield. So you must have told him that. And right. she was like, well. No, not really. No, he and gave then, me the idea, but I mean, I no, it's, yeah. He's like, they I do see. this like slowly getting more information back and forth, like six. It's like an Abbott and Costello bit. He is trying to give her any indication that she was not just fed this line, and she's like, yeah. "Oh no, I yeah. was. No, I was. It's cool." <laughs> and then when he like runs back into Lynn Moore, he's like, "Oh, have you heard of the name Harry?" And he's like, "No, I've never heard." Like, maybe when you were uh, talking with her, she mentioned it, and he's like, oh, right, uh, 100%. Here's the entire history of that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Also, like, Kaluma yeah. keeps trying to talk to Dr. Heideman, the, the surgeon that had heart surgery, and, the, like, the doctor is just like, no, let him talk to me. Let's have a conversation. And uh, every doctor in this hospital is trying to tackle Columbo to get him out of this room. <laughs> well, because especially he has a cigar. Well, yes. <laughs> right, they tell him, you got to put the cigar out. The doctor's like, no, fuck you. Let him smoke it. It's the only good thing I've smelled in weeks. Uh, <laughs> I'm Please. sick of you people and I'm ready to die. I know Leonard Nimoy tried to kill me. Who gives a shit? I'm ready I'm to old. go. You can all go to hell, and I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, yeah, I'm feeling a little weird, but that's kind of normal after... Oh, no, she, she's like, he's like... Yeah, it was kind of weird that she seemed so upset after the surgery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he gets this information from, like, a couple people, I think. Right, like well, he he's, he's interviewing yeah. everybody. People. They're like, yeah, no, she was weird that day. And we all just assumed she was nervous about Dr. Heidemann's surgery because she's really close to him. But then the cleaning lady is like, no, she was all fucked up afterwards. Yeah, it was only afterwards that she was really upset. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out what the cam thing is because... Mac, you mean? Uh, Mac. Mac, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because she had a um, note saying that she needed to have, she had an appointment with Mac... And Leonard Nimoy is trying to imply that she must have been, you know, trying to meet up a, with a guy named Mac to sell him drugs. And Columbo's like, yeah, probably, yeah. Right. 100% no. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we get the scene of him, uh, you know, meet the, the veteran. Yeah. And yeah, like Molly said, he is literally working at a petting zoo. I think he's working at the same petting zoo that the lady from the shitty military guy episode was. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, absolutely (laughs) this is. (laughs) She got fired and this guy replaced her. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, they they do that interview. 
Um, and then Columbo yeah, and goes says, back like, to oh, the office. Yeah, I was like, you know, he like she said that I had just replaced my addiction with her. An addiction so to her. It wasn't healthy for us to stay together. Right. And he's like, I guess I respect that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, but definitely the intent is like, no, literally this woman was the greatest saint to ever walk this earth. Kinda. <laughs> yeah. I I did laugh because I'm a child when he just went, listen, I'm straight. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Pris did make a lot of jokes about that. (laughs) Listen, Columbo, I don't suck cock anymore. This man has got (laughs) the rosiest cheeks. (laughs) He does. Well, you know, he's out there in the sun. That's true, I suppose. He's out there in the sun. You know, he's taking care of kids. Yeah. He looks like he needs a large lollipop and a sailor hat. (laughs) Yeah, he's a cartoon man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Columbo goes back to the office and is like, yeah, no, I don't really think it was him, Doc Mayfield. Uh, I think you're kind of a fucking asshole, and I'm looking through your trash. <laughs> He's digging through his trash, and he, he tells Mayfield, I don't know, he said he doesn't do drugs anymore. And, and, and you believed him? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> he didn't look like he did drugs anymore. <laughs> and, yeah, like, Leonard Nimoy is like, well, you can't trust these people. Right. And he's like, well, I think I know better than you, <laughs> given I work at the police. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy does not appreciate this. No. <laughs> and he says, you know what yeah. I gotta do? I gotta murder that guy. <laughs> Time to do another murder. <laughs> Time to do the most disgusting thing you could do to uh, a person who is a former addict was forcibly get them high again with the same substance and then they die. Yeah, he chlor- He breaks into his house and then ambushes him when he gets home. And then chloroforms him to knock him out, and then injects him with hair uh, with uh, morphine, so that when he comes to from the uh, chloroform, he'll be too high, and then he falls down the stairs and dies. Yeah, he yeah. Fa- he falls down the stairs outside his apartment because he's like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I assumed he um, was just going to give him so much morphine that he you know overdosed, but I don't know why we need this extra step and this guy stumbling around with like a lava lamp filter over the screen for a minute or two because they wanted yeah, to it do was the long. lava lamp filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they needed an excuse for it. I thought this part was a little long, but like you know, whatever. yeah. Um, the thing. I, I my guess about not just like overdosing him uh-huh. uh is just that it looks funny. Like maybe they can prove that like it was a sudden like spike of morphine and yeah. not like Oh and not that he's been using the whole time, sure. Right, sure. exactly. Yeah. Because I guess so, yeah, like, I guess it, it makes sense system. for him to OD if he's relapsing and like you know just like goes back to it or whatever. But I guess if he's trying to make it look like this guy's been doing drugs the whole time, then he wouldn't want that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So just just do enough to make him kill himself by right. falling down the stairs. Yeah, that I will say that's a big, you know, big if, big, big if to if. leave there. Well, I guess the big. idea is even if that guy doesn't die, now there's evidence that he did morphine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how do you like get the police to that? I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like the guy would have been so high from it that he wouldn't maybe remember or be believed about the part where he got, you know, ambushed. Yeah, I think the thing is he definitely wouldn't be believed that somebody broke into his house and injected him with yeah. morphine because that's an insane thing for somebody to do. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which, I, granted, it's what he did. Like, right. Like, maybe he thought that he did give him an overdose, but he had enough of, like, a yeah. lasting tolerance to it. Right, right. Right. 
Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, like sixties slash seventies effects of drugs. Yes. It's also very funny to me. Like, listen, there's always so much they can do. But the way this man falls down the stairs is definitely, like, he's fine. Like, he might be a little hurt in the morning, but, you know, that is not a lethal fall. Doesn't look like well, yeah, it, but he's... Because it's a stuntman doing it, and, like, yeah, obviously it's not yeah. a lethal fall, but, you know. Well, uh, just the fact that he, like, slams up against the railing so much and, like, bids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they cut back to Columbo and Nimoy and... He's just like, oh, we all make mistakes, I guess, Columbo. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, well, obviously that man must have been a user still. And he's like, well, no, I don't think that. No, <laughs> I I, think that. that that's not true at all. It just means someone's working really hard to cover up whatever they, what the actual murder is. Yeah. And he was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I will go hotline yeah, Miami he... on this entire fucking hospital if I have to, Columbo. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, because Columbo goes, oh, yeah, I noticed he was left-handed and... He injected himself on the wrong side. Right. And I appreciate Columbo, because Columbo definitely knows who did it at this point. He's like, well, I guess this isn't something you'd know about, Doctor, but it's awkward for that to be how he injected himself. (laughs) But I guess you're too fucking stupid to stage it right, so. (laughs) So, uh. I'm here to beat your ass with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he goes and sees the, uh, the intended victim again, and this is where he realizes that Mac stands for Medical Equipment Company or whatever. So for. true. That was it. Got it. One. <laughs> Got it. Uh, medical well, yeah, Equipment Col- Company. Because <laughs> Columbo's uh, like, you know, insinuating that Nimoy killed her. Yeah. And he was like, but the thing is, you need for a motive for me to have. Yeah, I don't have any know, motive like, to murder. Her, and he's like. You, you ask good questions, and he goes, so did the jury. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking cojones on Leonard Nimoy here. Um, Leonard Nimoy, hang on, I gotta get really close to the mic. Yeah. The jury doesn't ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a thing. But no, it's just like, yeah, at this point, Columbo knows he did it, and Leonard Nimoy knows he knows he did it, but he's like, yeah, but uh, fucking prove it, idiot. Yeah, prove it, jackass. <laughs> Columbo basically just goes, okay, if Dr. Heidemann dies, I'm suing your ass to death. Right. It's over for you, motherfucker. Yeah, but first, before he gets there, he's got to explore this uh, medical company more. Oh, right, yes, he's yes. Uh, so he like goes to the hospital's like inventory room where they're like, uh, yeah, what all do we buy from them? Because she wanted to meet with the chemist from that company. Yeah, chemist specifically. For, for the record, the company is Marcus and Carlson... Uh, medical supplies. I think it's Medical Equipment Company. Yeah, I think Luke had it. <laughs> oh, yep, sorry, you're right. I'm, I'm looking at the, the subtitle. It does say Equipment. <laughs> 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 it's it's uh, like I ketchup love... versus ketchup, you know. You say tomato, I say equipment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love Peter Falk's uh, just saying capitals. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Of course, that's why it was in capitals. I should have known. But the only, like, so, yeah, she wanted to meet with a chemist, and the only chemical thing they order from this company are dissolving sutures. Uh, Yeah, like sutures in general. Sutures in general, but yeah. um, And so this guy gives him the rundown on how suture works, 
by taking him over to like the ob- the observing parlor for the fucking operating theater. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Columbo previously in the episode has talked about how he's actually very squeamish and he right. will like pass out if he sees blood. Right, and he's like, yeah, it's like, very when, embarrassing in my profession. When the guy gets, uh, you know, like the the doctor who you know has the heart's problems. Yeah. Gets a shot. He like looks away. Yeah, yeah. You can't even watch someone get a shot, and now this guy is trying to. No, no. Watch this surgery. You'll learn all about suturing from it. I was like, can we like t- it's so sick. Can we just talk about it, please? I'm begging you. I'm having yeah, such a Col- bad yeah, day. Yeah, just like face facing like just the opposite way. Yeah, and like he'll like look, try to look back for a second, then just like nope, nope. <laughs> But basically, there's two types of suture. There's the permanent kind and the dissolving kind. You'd use the dissolving kind to, like, close up a wound so that once the wound heals, the sutures dissolve. You know, whatever. But permanent, yeah. you know, you would want to use on, like, an artificial heart valve. Because, you know, that's not going to fuse together like tissue will. And so, like, Columbo's like, oh, is there any time you would use a... Dissolving one on a heart valve, and the guy's like, no, that would kill the person. Yeah, no, like, after, I mean, usually it takes a few weeks for him to dissolve, but, you know, you have all the blood pressure from the heart, so it only take a few days to kill someone with that. Yeah, like, at best. Yeah. And Columbo's like, oh, well, that fucking sucks. Guess I gotta go prove that this guy did surgery bad. Yeah. Uh, so he goes and tells uh, Leonard Nimoy, like, oh, you know, I learned about suture today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not going to believe and, this, Doc. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy is like, all right, you know, we both know now. I'm not going to, like, fucking just acknowledge you anymore. Right. He's also just like uh, Columbo uh, dissolving sutures a different color. Okay, but you could have dyed it. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> Why, Lieutenant, that would be murder. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> and then Leonard Nimoy just starts cackling at him because he's so fucking dumb. You're never going to catch me, Lieutenant. And Columbo loses his goddamn temper. Yeah, he grabs like a yeah. uh, like a uh, canteen of water on the desk and just slams it down. It rocks. Yeah. The shit whips yeah, ass. He usually it's plays so it so cool. cool and so like close to the chest the entire time. But this time he's like, no, fuck you. You killed him and I'm going to prove it. Yeah. And like. We, we, we would talk about like how much of it's an act and how much of it is a uh, yeah, and it's so cool. Like Columbo just drops it. Yeah, he's he is just like no, I fucking know you're a murderer. You're an evil human being, and I'm going to get you. He's very sleepy. His wife is sick. This guy sucks more than anyone else. He's had to investigate. He's fucking done with it. Yeah, and, like, Leonard Nimoy plays it great, too. Like, he, like, actually looks scared for, like, a second. Yeah, he's intimidated (laughs) by him, yeah. So Leonard Nimoy's brilliant plan to not get caught is to poison the doctor's medicine so that he has a pretense to take him back into surgery and replace the valve. Yep. So if his plan works, at this point he will have murdered two people for no gain. For no gain! (laughs) Because he has to give up on what he actually wanted here. Or yeah. find a new way to kill him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he poisons the doctor and goes, all right, we need to do the surgery again. Uh, and then gets him in there. Uh, and the rest of the episode is them searching after the surgery is done. Because Columbo watches the whole thing like a fucking hawk. Right. And then the second yeah, he ends, like he bursts in. in. Yeah. 
He's all gowned up. He's got his hairnet on. Right, and Leonard Nimoy loses his patience. He's like, Columbo, get the fuck out of here, and, like, pushes him until the other cops are like, no, no, he has a warrant. You can do this. Yep. Uh, and then after a while, they search the whole room. They don't let anybody leave. They search all the people, but they can't find the suture that was taken out of the patient. Yeah. And so it really uh, looks like Columbo was just wrong. And, hey, maybe Leonard yeah, Nimoy's like, innocent. Uh, he talks to, like, the other sur- s- surgeon, and he's like, just, I looked like you were saying, Columbo, I, you know, kept my eyes on him like a hawk, and he never, like, left anything in the body. Right, because they figure that might be how he disposes of it. Yeah. Uh, so Columbo's just in Leonard Nimoy's office, and he's just, like, holding his head. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, shit, god damn it. Well, looks like you beat me. Yeah. I'll get out of your hair. Unless! And he walks away and closes the door, and Leonard Nimoy just, like, lets out a huge sigh of relief. And then the door swings yeah, it, back over to close, like, oh, you fucker, you almost got me! <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, like, I... It, like, yeah, Colbo just, like, straight up says to him, like, you win. And leaves his coat there, like his, uh... <laughs> scrubs. His scrubs. Which is important because he bursts back in and grabs them and he's like, there's one place we didn't search. That's on me. Right, and the, yep. the old suture's in the pocket and Leonard Nimoy doesn't even get to reply, just credits. Credits. Yeah. Fucking rules. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's so good because, like, you get like a one second of like Leonard Nimoy being like, ha ha, got him. Right. <laughs> you know, and then like, Columbo burst back in, and the rest of the episode, Leonard Nimoy's just like, uh, uh, what, uh, what do you, no. <laughs> and then he says, I'm like, ah, credits. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, this and the last episode are, like, the two great types of, like, killer Gotham scenes that we have in this show. Like, the one where it's just like, aha, smoking bullet credits, or the version of just, like, the killer being like, all right, well, you want to drink, like you want to Breaking hang out? down. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cheryl Hendricks, who is the one who wrote this episode. Yeah, really good episode. Banger. Yes. This is the only episode of Columbo he wrote, apparently. Huh. He seems like he did a lot of one episodes for a lot of shows. Oh, sure. I, I feel like that was the thing. Like, they're like, I have one yeah. good idea for this yeah. show. Yeah, just looking at uh, his page. You do get uh, Leonard Nimoy cocking the eyebrow right at the end. Yes. Yep. That man's just got brows for days. He really does. The Rock wishes. But yeah, that that is the end of A Stitch of Crime. Great app. Yeah, really solid. Banger. Yeah, I think this is my personal fave. I think my fave is still the Architect one. It's fair. It's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's... Yeah. This show does not have a 100% hit rate, but when it hits, it hits. Yeah, when Columbo is yeah. hitting, Columbo is hitting. Yeah. For, like, what we've seen, I think... Uh, it's either this or the Conductor. Yeah, Conductor's also yeah. up there. I really liked the last one, too. Yeah. With the, the movie It's a really good one. Yeah, that last one, like... Had grown on me since I Fred first seen it. I really just appreciate the structure of the last one and the way that it yeah. like, fakes you out. Uh, but do you guys want some questions? Yeah, hit me. Uh, 
from at this is Emerald, Angie asked, if Spock did a murder, would you be would he be able to thwart Columbo? Uh, I feel like Spock would. He'd have a good poker face, right? But. Like everything, like you, know, even with his human half, he would still be very like logical with it, right? And Columbo is very good at like, uh, you know, like laying out like, all right, this is what you did, this and that you did this, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh. Yeah, also, I just don't know if Spock would do a murder. That's the thing. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing he, he would, would do. Uh, from at Nimoy was great at Zian Art. Yes, he was. What other video game bad guy do you wish he would have voiced? Ooh, what are some good... I'll say, uh, really not into Matt Mercer Ganondorf, and I think Letter Nimoy could have done it. I I feel true. like I, I was instantly went to Ganondorf, you know, partly just because that's where my head yeah, is at exactly. the moment. Uh, but I was like, I don't know if he has the right like voice range for it. Ganondorf has that weird like cackle in like Wind Waker. Is like yeah, that I don't think he's got going. But I think I think if he just did the Xehanort voice, it'd be just fine. Yeah, I guess I ha- I haven't heard the Xehanort voice recently in sure. as much as either of you. <laughs> yeah. Put Leonard Nimoy in any Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to think of w- oh, Solid as Snake would be the Leonard Nimoy role. There you go. Yep. The president? Yeah. So true. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know who that guy is. No. You don't. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah, but I have no idea. You will. <laughs> One day. One day. I'll tell you all about the memes. I yeah, I'm ready to hear about the memes. I've already heard about the nano machines. He he will not be an Entron in history. He wants to be an Exxon. Mobile? Bro, people say some really stupid shit in Metal Gear, <laughs> huh? Next question. Uh, from at One-Eyed Rylet, uh, who's your favorite uh, fictional evil doctor? Mm. Well, let me tell you about a man who has is a doctor of evil. <laughs> is he your favorite? I don't know. I just, that's instantly <laughs> who I thought of. Um, uh, Dr. Gregory House. <laughs> the, the good doctor. <laughs> God, I be, be up on all the memes. I'm really confused about how it seems like every fucking day there's another like absurd clip from that TV show. <laughs> as far as I can tell, that is mainly a TV show about a teenage boy who's apparently also a doctor uh, having mental breakdowns. That yes, that is literally what the show's about, yeah. and it's run for six seasons. How? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a remake of an even worse uh, South Korean show. Mm, okay. The thing is that he is autistic. Right, I knew that. Uh, which they portray as him having the mind of a child. Okay. Right. That seems rude. It does. Yeah. Seems not good. Seems perhaps, uh, how do you say, problematic. So true. Yes. 
Anyway, get out of this. I don't want to talk about the good dog. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, from Matt Dreshera, uh what are your favorite tricks for staying up when your guy eyes get heavy? Oh, uh, singing very loudly. That's that's more like if you're driving a long way and you're like starting yeah. to like get drowsy. Yeah, that's always. I, or I would listen to uh, like a podcast that I'm very interested in and like try to like really like keep like you know. Keep a close, like, ear on all of the, like, conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to more often have this, uh, issue, like, at school and at work sometimes Mm -hmm. when my sleep schedule was really bad. Uh, and I would... For... I would sometimes do, like, the if it got really bad, like, the, like, dig your fingernails into your, like, knee or something. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. There's a fucking episode of the the 2000s Justice League cartoon where the bad guy has, like, Freddy Krueger powers, basically. Like, if you fall asleep, he gets you. I thought for a second he has sleepy powers. <laughs> no, yeah, it's no, it's once you fall asleep, then he, like, infects your dreams and, like, you can't ever wake up again or some shit. And Batman's the only guy left standing, and he's been, like, up for three days straight already because he's been working a case. And he's, like, driving the Batmobile to this guy's hideout to go kick the shit out of him, but he's, like, falling asleep at the wheel. And there's just a point where he, like, jolts awake, smashes the window open with his elbow, and then cranks the radio on, like, a children's music station. (laughs) And ever since I was a kid, I was like, you could just roll the window down? You had to smash it? It's more well, violent. He, gets the was, adrenaline going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's and also he's Superman. Like man, he's. <laughs> I think he's Batman. I think he might be. I was gonna let it go. Oh. Oh, I yeah, I totally miss her. <laughs> <laughs> still thinking about Goku, huh? I'm still thinking about Goku. Uh, I was also just looking at like, okay, what question should I ask next? Sure. Yeah. Which is. Uh, from Sly City Dreamer, would Columbo play Seaman, famous Leonard Nimoy game? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would like to watch Peter Falk play Seaman very much. <laughs> uh, I have no strong feelings one way or another on this one. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he would, but, you know, that's because I, I don't think Columbo's a gamer. I mean, you, that, yeah. you just control that game with a microphone. You just gotta talk to the Seaman. I don't Which, think Yeah, that's true. He, Columbo does love to talk. <laughs> I just don't think he's gaming. <laughs> yeah. You think you think Columbo bought a Dreamcast? <laughs> see my nephew. He go. He brings over the craziest things. You see what they do with this technology these days? He gave me a bunch of blank CDs, but they're not blank. They got games on. <laughs> and then I arrested him. So true. Uh. From at Nerdy Talk, uh, which Star Trek character has the best chance of defeating Columbo in a battle of wits? In a battle of wits. Can I answer this question? Uh, like, uh, part of me thinks, like, a Q. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, yeah. The guy who's a literal god? Yeah. That Yeah, uh, that'd do it. The thing is, but, I mean, every like, situation where I imagine a crossover with Columbo, the funniest outcome is that Columbo wins. Yeah. Yeah. And the more powerful his enemy, the funnier it is that he wins. And, like, a lot of, like, the Star Trek, like, fleet people, it's like, 
kind of baked baked in that like they can't really they they wouldn't do a murder. Well, sure. And those that would, like, I would think Kirk would do a murder. Oh, Kirk would absolutely do a murder. But he's also kind of a dumb shit. Right. But, you know, that's why I'm not necessarily imagining a whodunit. There was a battle of wits. It could be anything. Uh, yeah, which, uh, Poe Script said this, which uh, was not really a question, is, uh, it... Make it, this is making me imagine a world where Data, instead of pretending to be Sherlock, pretends to be Columbo. That's a better world. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so into a, like a emotionless robot acting like Columbo. I have just one more thing. <laughs> there is one more question that I have interested in asking. <laughs> uh... They also ask, uh, what's your go-to I gotta get my ass to sleep remedy? I I have none of these. Yeah. Chelsea hates me because I can lay down in a bed and fall asleep in like five minutes. You're a monster. Yeah, <laughs> die. Uh, I, like, I will sometimes like listen to music that I think is calming or I've played around with like, you know, the calming sounds. Which I, I just always instantly go for, like, Thunderstorm. Sure, I mean, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's it's just funny, because I, I think it's not what many people would consider calming. Right. Uh, I if, I if I take the medicine, I am prescribed. I sleep like a neurotypical person. <laughs> if I do not take the medicine I am prescribed, I literally can't sleep. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. I remember one Christmas Eve as I was, like, going to bed. And I was, like, a little kid. I, like, my mom was, like, checking on me, like, an hour after I went to bed and I was still awake. And she just, like, what's, like, are you too excited? And I just looked at her and go, I think I forgot how to fall asleep. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll say, I can fall asleep really easy. But then where I have problems sleeping is I will wake up, like, four or five hours later and have a really hard time falling back asleep. Mm. Yeah. The the few times that I have like laid down and like fallen asleep just instantly fuck me up though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I once did that. Uh, I was like, it was like after school, and I was like, we had like a you know PE day, so I was like really fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. And I just like was hanging out on the back porch and just like fell asleep, and I woke up and it was nighttime. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah, that'll fuck you. Yeah, so yeah, like I just woke up in like outside at night. I'm just like, oh, yeah. That's me. If I ever take um, Benadryl, it like I I become a corpse within about thirty minutes. Rip. And like I wake up feeling like I had the shit kicked out of me. I as a kid when I took sleeping meds, I was like, I wonder how much I could stay awake without <laughs> after taking this. Oh sure, yeah. But I don't think it's a good thing to do. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I, I had really bad allergies as a kid. I remember it was like, okay, Benadryl allegedly helps these. I wouldn't know because it just knocks me out. <laughs> because I sleep. And by the time I wake up, I'm waking up because it's wearing off. Yeah, yeah. sucks. I don't know. Uh, last question from JBU3. Uh, how would you personally make Columbo lose his temper at you? Uh, insult his wife. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's, yeah. 
I, I, I would just do a, I'm not touching you. I'm not, I'm not touching you. <laughs> I feel like he would just get exasperated by that. It, it takes some work to make Columbo mad. I think insulting his yeah. wife or murdering multiple innocent people. I'd be like, you're not really Italian. And then he would <laughs> immediately throw hands. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would also do Insult it. Salt his yeah. mother's cooking. Yeah. My mother's a saint. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it for questions. Hello? Uh, you cut out, Molly. Did we lose Molly right at the end here? We may have lost Molly. Well, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, mainly Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. I campaign campaign two GMs. I GM two campaigns, Eidolon Disco and Eidolon Ska, both about mystery-solving teens in the 70s and the 90s, respectively. All right, you can find me at yourlibrarian at underscore on Twitter and at dash on Tumblr and also at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Miner. Give Ashley your fucking money. Please. If you if you got Tears of the Kingdom and you're having fun, give her a tip. She did the QA on it. Yeah. She did all the QA on it. <laughs> Not true. Single-handedly. <laughs> well, you can find Molly on Twitter with uh, your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. Yep. And also on most other social media sites, I think. Yeah. Uh, especially on, you know, uh, podcasts like Eidolon, podcasts like... Uh, Journal Updated. Oh, Journal Updated. Still listen to that Metal Gear Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid episode. Yeah. We're all just going bad <laughs> yeah. on this one. Uh, and remember to like our podcast... You know, give us a review, tell your friends, and maybe go to the website, audiorhp.com, and maybe, you know, click that donate button. Yeah, give us some money for the web hosting. I think that's uh, going to do it for us. Ashley, get us out of here. Well, until next time, one more thing. What's that? Lieutenant's Log, Stargate 48960.9. I'm so tired. <laughs> so. So tired.